Alright, welcome everybody. This is episode 9 of Hot Take from the Kitchens of season 5. And we are back in the kitchen recording on a Sunday afternoon, a very early Sunday afternoon, so we can get, so I can get our guest back home. And our guest today is my niece, Madison Hall. So welcome, Madison. Nice to have you on again. (laughs) Yeah, it's nice to be here. Yes. It's actually episode 112. Well, yeah. I mean, it's pretty wild. 112. We're the players to all. Yeah. So, yes, we had Madison on a couple years ago, but due to some recording and technical difficulties, her her episode didn't record, so we weren't able to air it. It's not, I mean, it's amazing what $300 would do. Yeah. <laughs> Sadness. Yeah. So. She's been asking almost every week, when are we going to redo my pod? When are we going <laughs> to redo my pod? So we are finally redoing her pod, and it'll be different since last time we also had Greg Kowinski on. That's right. Because Madison interviewed Greg because Madison wanted to open a food truck back then. So we'll see if things have changed for her since then. But anyway, we'll get back into the episode. Uh, You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Just search Hot Take from the Kitchen. And our email address is hottakefromthekitchen at gmail.com. That is H-O-T-T-A-K-E-F-R-O-M-T-H-E-K-I-T-C-H-E-N at gmail.com. And we actually do finally have an email from our last guest, our guest last episode, Griffin James. He said he would. He did, and he was right on it. You're so happy. I am. I am. And we asked for people to email us and give us names of potential guests. And Griffin was the only one to do it. So thank you, Griffin. And he sent in four names. All right. He sent in four names. And those four names are Kevin Courier. Val Williams, Bailey Hoppy, and Timothy Allen. And he also said, I love you guys. I'm off to make cheeseburgers. Had fun with you two this evening. Heart emoji, hands praise emoji, and praying emoji. All right. So one of them was his sister, so that's pretty cool. Yes. Owner of Sweet Baby James. We need to have Molly on, too. Yeah. Maybe we could do them both at the same time. I mean... Or... Give them their own episode. Well, I, think, I, think they, I guess it would be up to them. They both deserve their own episode, that's for certain. Yeah. But, I mean, if they wanted to come on, then I, I, we would have to have the conversation. So, I mean, but, yeah, we, I've wanted to have Molly on for a while. Yeah. I mean, but she is one busy lady. Trying to wrangle her down is a skill that I, yeah. yeah. And Val Williams would be pretty cool to have on, too. Yeah, I mean, good and bad there, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah. I mean, I love Val, and I love the work she does. It's just she does a lot of tough work. So yes. I mean, those of you who don't know, she did be another deep episode. Yeah, she's the executive director of Home Shorts Alliance, who does a lot of work with domestic stuff with women in our community that isn't very yes good. So much needed, and she's a saint for what she does. It's just tough work. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes. So. But yeah, Tim and... Tim's great too. Yeah. I thought maybe we tried Timber. I don't know. So, but yeah, we'll take it all under advisement. Yep. We are booked out almost until Memorial Day. So, so I don't, and that's more of like if we wanted to record on Memorial Day, you know, it's a holiday and we've done it before. Yeah. So it's usually just a me and you episode. Yeah. Then it will be in June. So yeah. It kind of gets wonky. June and July aren't bad for me, as we've talked before on here, but. After that, it'll be interesting. So I don't, we could book out June. I've reached out to a lot of people and, uh, or I shouldn't say a lot. I've reached out to the two previous and they kind of were looking at June. So Brad and I had this discussion yesterday. Monday nights work best for me. And I really don't want to get in the habit of recording multiple nights. Well, this was on me the past two weeks. Well, no, I mean, it's still one episode. What I don't want to get in the habit is like doing two episodes and, yeah, and, and I think, you know, but we have people that want to come on, and I'm excited that people want to come on. It's a good thing, you know. I just, uh, yeah, so. It is what it is. Yeah, so we'll get through it slowly. It's nice to see people like and listen to the podcast, I guess. Yeah, it's, yeah we're having first world problems here, right? Yes. You know, we, we have too many guests, so I mean, yeah. But yeah, all right. 
All right, uh, we can get into some hot take topics. I don't have much. Let's maybe talk about the NFL draft. It's over. Yes. So, how do you feel about the Lions? Are you pro Lions? Are you maybe pro Brad Holmes? Or are you down Brad Holmes? Um, I'm all right with what he did. I guess I have no problems with it. Let me ask you this: Does it? Do you feel different now that we've traded DeAndre Swift? Like. This I'm whether he knew. I, I mean, well, let's be honest. We knew he was going to trade DeAndre Swift the minute he made that draft choice. Yeah. We just didn't know what was going to happen yeah. so fast. Um, I mean, they've been talking about it for weeks now, anyway. Yeah. So. so, are you? I mean, I feel really good about it. The yeah. draft. Yeah. I'm really happy about it. Um, but I guess I just um, even before the DeAndre Swift trade. I mean, I'm not a big Swift fan. Our last previous guest was. Yeah. He loves. Yeah, I, really switch, so I just I, wish we could have got a little more for him or something a little better than a fourth rounder. And, well, that's – But that's probably what he's worth since he can't stay healthy. Yeah. So, yeah. And, you know, he might go to Philly, tear it up, and stay healthy. Jeff Mendock texted me yesterday. He's like, we got to do out here Swift. I was like, enjoy him for the four games you got him, buddy. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> Maybe he was just plagued on the Lions and – Turn out great now, I, but I don't, I, I don't think he stayed very healthy in college either. Yeah, I don't ever hope for someone to get injured, so I don't want him yeah. to hope. <laughs> it's just it's really tough when you have an offense like or a player like him where you plan around him, and then he's not healthy, and then there's no one else really on the team that can do what he can do. Yeah, and then all of a sudden there's just this massive hole in the game plan, and we don't have that issue anymore. Hopefully, hopefully the new guy that. Stay healthy. Let's hope. One of his biggest keys was durability and toughness. So I mean, we'll see. Got David Montgomery too. Yeah, that'll help. One hundred percent. Other than that, NBA playoffs. I haven't been watching much lately. Oh my gosh, LeBron put a forty piece on Dylan Brooks. He needed to shut his mouth there. Just, LeBron or he Dylan? Kept Dylan Brooks. Oh, yeah. He just he's been poking the bear all season. Oh no, he doesn't. The whole care. league. Uh, he doesn't care about the bear, Brad. He pours well, himself in honey. No, he covers himself in him, honey. But he needs to care about him more. <laughs> I've, I mean, we, I've LeBron has grown on me throughout my age as he's become, and I can't believe how happy. LeBron has made me this last week because I did not like Dylan Brooks, but I think we talked about it in the last pod. Maybe I don't know. Like, don't did we talk about Dylan Brooks or no? No. Oh, okay. No, I hate Dylan Brooks, or I don't hate. I really don't like him, but I love that a player like him exists because basketball to me is more fun to watch when you have so many you don't like. Yeah. So he's got a lot of confidence in him. So he just. I I think he's a dirt bag, and okay. when, but again. I, I like it because I'd like to have somebody to root against. We it's need a, a villain. Here. Yeah, we need a villain, and he's perfect. And even better, he's Canadian. Yeah, and he's a villain, so. borderline scumbag is yeah. what I think he is. So, I mean, but um, it makes it that much more fun for him to lose and root against, and yeah. it makes, just makes me happy. So I, I would feel a lot different against about him if he would have go to the press conference after he loses instead of walking out the back door like a spineless jellyfish yeah. that he is. But. Yeah. I mean, Back up your words. Or yeah. Something. yeah. Well, I mean, it's okay. I, I think it's good for him to say, hey, I'm not scared of LeBron. And, again, I'm all about that. I think it, that mental mindset, just if you're going to talk the talk, walk the walk. Yeah. And, and that includes losing because we all know look like what Giannis did, right? Giannis had a great week. Even though he lost, he went there and stood his ground. And yeah. you, you just respect him so much for what he said and did and he even kind of got testy a little bit, which is okay because you know it's fresh and it's in the you moment. Get testy. Yeah, if it matters, it's you know, yeah. If you want to win, you're not going to be happy at the end of that game. So yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Dylan Brooks is trying to be Draymond Green, but he's not doing what Draymond Green does because Draymond doesn't back down and run away from. Yeah, I mean, even when he screwed up in the summer, he I mean, he waited two weeks for everything to calm down, but he came on the podcast. Talked about what an idiot he was and, yeah. you know, accountability. And as much as I don't like Dylan Brooks, I'm more disappointed in John Morant. John Morant's had a tough year. Yeah. Again, like, I mean, if you want to be a future face of the NBA, 
you can't walk out the back door either. Well, he admitted to that what he did hurt the team. Yeah. So yeah. you just, I mean, I just really think it's a bad luck when you lose and you don't want to stay for the post. You know, yeah. 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 I don't know. <laughs> it's it's happened before. I mean, we. Oh, oh yeah. It, it's like the Pistons thing with the '91 Bulls. Yep. You, you can't do that, but you know it was yeah. bad blood there. Yeah. So. Yeah, I get it. But All we right. still love the Pistons. Yeah. So. And, well, I mean, they were wrong for that too. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, but that's what I'm saying. You and I have no problem saying, "Hey, <laughs> wish the equal this just stay there for it." But I get it. I mean, I do. Um, and then let's see what else is there, hot take wise. It comes into my head. You just got back from Vegas. Oh, that was... Well, that's right. How is Vegas? Are you married? Not married. Still single. All right. <laughs> but Vegas was good. Do you have any kids coming? Nope. Okay. Nope. Kept it in my pants. So. Proud of you. <laughs> and disappointed all at the same time. No. Your niece is like, <laughs> does not want to be here anymore. Yeah. But Vegas was good. I mean, three full days of just walking around the Strip and Fremont Street. It's, it was refreshing and tiring at the same time. All good vacations are that way. Yes. So, Like, and you don't want to go home, but you do. Well, I was ready to go home after Tuesday. Yeah, but I mean, that's the sign of a good vacation, too, is like, you're ready to come home, but you're not ready to come home. Yeah, I'm ready to go back now. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the beauty. I mean, in two weeks, I'm driving to Kansas for a day and coming back. I mean, I'm going to spend more time in the car than I am actually at Kansas. <laughs> but um, why are you going to Kansas? Isabel's graduating college. Oh, well, good so, Congratulations, Isabel. Yeah. Um, which made me think, I don't know if I'm going to be back for the pot. For that Monday of Meg's, I should be because we are spending the night in Grand Rapids Sunday, so I, we should be back Monday oh, yeah. night. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so I'm just gonna plan on coming, and if something happens, we'll just reschedule with Meg. But I should be back yeah. Monday night. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, no, I'm going to Kansas. Uh, you know, and that, I usually don't like to get too far ahead on it. We could talk this week because we know it's my birthday. You know, it's my birthday yeah. weekend, so. Don't really have anything planned. Just laying low and get to edit stuff. There's nothing wrong with that. No, I'm old man now. Movie so. theater's supposed to be open Friday though. So who said that? Greg, when he was here. Greg, Jeff, Jeff, yeah, Jeff. The movie theater will not be open. No. <laughs> Couldn't get those bathroom doors. Yeah. yeah, that was told. That was told to us off air, and it was not. Yeah, so. It is not. Well, you can edit that. Yeah, it will be edited. Yeah. Anyways, no. Yeah. Um, hopefully mid May. Yeah. Other than NBA, NFL, we had coach baseball here. I'm sorry. Yeah, coach baseball. So no, that's not. That's what everybody's been calling them. No, it's I did. I made this mistake. Coach ball game. See, I made that mistake the first time I posted it. It is coach ball game, and I apologize. I felt really bad the first time I made the post, and then I had to take it down. And it's coach ball game. There is a coach baseball who's I think trying to come off his shirt tails, but um, a wild weekend or a wild day yesterday of watching him work one hundred kids in our community. Um, and I'm just still filtering through, sifting through the footage of that. Hopefully, I'll have that tomorrow done for tomorrow morning. I don't know, but it was cool to see their community. And hopefully, they'll come back. So right. yeah. that would be good. Yeah, seemed to be a hit. So yeah. All right. Well, seeing them come back with nicer weather, so it's not indoors. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and there's some other things in the works here that should make it really cool um, for the kids and the community. But we'll just see what happens as we go along so all right. well we'll take a break and come back and then sit down with madison all right sounds good madison are you ready mm-hmm. sure all right i figure in a really unique turn of events i figured your uncle and i would conduct this interview since brad might know a little more where to fill in the gaps, maybe that I'm not educated myself on, but um, 
Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Where are you from? I'm from Alcona. Okay. Alcona High School or what grade are you in? I'm in seventh grade. Seventh grade. So is that a junior high? Mm. If there is such a thing. Yes. There probably. Yeah. Yeah. Middle school. Middle school. Middle school. Okay. Fair enough. Um, what do you like to do when you're time here? Um, I guess I like to like draw. Nice. All right. Art's good. Mm-hmm. We are big fans of art. Play sports. Yeah, I play sports. I was just going to segue. I see I see a picture of you on the fridge that looks pretty legit. Mm-hmm. Actually, we talked about that picture a couple of weeks ago in one of the episodes about how you look. Nothing like I remember you in that photo. Oh. You look very old and um, just very like young lady-ish, not the little girl I remember. So. <laughs> Um, I guess I could say I grew up. Yeah, I mean, that happens when parents feed you and they take care of you. Yes. <laughs> That's what's supposed yeah. to happen. Um, so, like, what do you like to do in your free time? Your uncle mentioned to me that maybe you were thinking about uh, podcasting yourself. I was, but then I'm I'm kind of busy. You're busy? So, okay, yeah. great. What, what are you busy doing? Well, I recently joined track, so nice. that takes a long yeah, it takes up my day after school. Yeah, and I'm a, I'm a track dad, so I know how track meets work. A lot of standing around waiting for your turn, and then mm-hmm. your turn is over in five minutes, and then more hours of standing around. So what do you do in track? I do long jump. Long, nice. I hope you don't have your uncle's jumping abilities. No. <laughs> oh, what did you do last week? Well, um, last week I placed first in long jump. Nice. Um, I forgot what I, what I jumped, but I placed first. It's enough to get first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then I ran a four hundred and eight hundred. That makes sense. I think typically people that do long jump have some type of sprinting yeah. in their mm-hmm. repertoire, in their bag, as the cool kids would say. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And I'm planning on practicing pole vault, too. Holy cow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, from my time as a track dad, I remember Alcona has a fantastic track facility. Mm -hmm. You guys have a really nice track and field out there. Um, You know, hopefully it was discussed on Facebook posts that I got into that maybe down the road Alpena High School themselves can improve their track and field stadium thing. But they're over at the junior high, right? Yeah, we're a ways away from that, so... But the Alcona track coaches were the Alpena coaches there for a while. Yeah. So they didn't do good for the Alcona track program. I mean, yeah. Um, I wish I could remember the kid's name. Um, when Kelsey was really into track, there was a guy that threw from Alcona that was pretty good and his dad. And when I see him to this day, I don't know his name, maybe Charbonnard or something yeah. like that. Um, he always asked me how Kelsey's doing, and anywhere we go, we, I would see his son. And yeah. you know, you start learning who's at what and rooting for them. And you know, you never wanted. We didn't have a male shot putter and posing, so it was easy to root for a, <laughs> other, you know, someone like him. Yeah. And he ended up going to states when Kelsey won, so it was easy to pull for him. Whereas, like, you didn't want the Alcona girl to beat your daughter, so <laughs> <laughs> you get it. So yeah, I got it. Um, what are your plans for the summer, Madison? Um, probably going to the beach a lot. I know we're going to Florida on Pete's birthday, so that's kind of sad. Sorry. That's it's all right. right. <laughs> I'm used to being pushed to the side. It's Brad fine. might, <gasps> Brad, Brad might be uh, wild up here, you know, no, Fourth of July weekend. So, yeah, fireworks and all. So are you guys not going to be here for the 4th of July party? Um, we are. We're leaving two days after the 4th of oh. July. You're leaving on my birthday. Oh, okay. So you're still here for the good part. It's not Brad's. <laughs> yeah. I, I see how it is. Nice. Um, so what? how old are you? Are your age? Um, I'm 13. 13. So you're not quite driving yet. Is, no. is, is your brother driving close or is he getting close to driver's ed? Um, yeah. He's 14. Oh, okay. So he's he's got ways. Next got, year. Next year. So Yeah. I like it. All right. So we just said, what, what is your favorite subject in school? Um, 
I have to say science. Science. All right. Well, do you have any goals, like what you want to do when you get older? Well, I kind of want to either become a fashion designer, a cook, or like a nail tech. You could do all three. True. Yeah. <laughs> you could do design the nails, and then um, I guess cook, but I would not want the nails and the cooking to be done at the same time. So. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe fashion design and nail yeah. tech. Well, it's good that you like drawing and art. That really lends itself well to you know that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, when you say fashion, is there a certain thing that, like particularly you were thinking about, like clothing or like hats? Is there a certain piece of clothing or? Um, basically, just clothing. Nice. All right. Like you're on the label. Yeah. I like it. She's been in it for a while. Since I can remember, she's always been playing with dolls. And my mom bought her a fashion design thing where she would draw clothes on it. Nice. I am actually wearing a label that our friend started it on his own. Um, He's kind of shifting some things around with the company. But this luck hat that I finally found, I lost it for about a month. (laughs) And I just finally found it and was able to wear it today. I was pretty excited about Mm -hmm. it. So. Um, yeah, there's definitely people out there that do it, and um, good for you. So no more food truck? <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, never there's know. nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. You're still young. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and you said food, so you never know where it might take you. Yeah, I mean, I cook when I'm bored, so back when <laughs> I'm we, bored a lot. <laughs> yeah, back when we booked you, your uncle told me that you were thinking about a crime podcast. Mm-hmm. So you like crime stuff? Yeah. So I'm going to level with you, Madison. I don't like that stuff. It freaks me out. My wife, though, Allison, loves watching that kind of stuff. But I don't. It creeps me out because, I mean, that stuff's real, right? So, yeah. So uh, is it, do you have any favorite stories of things? Um, Not really. I just like to, like, listen. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And that's a whole world. That's a pod universe out there. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is wild. So, and there's a lot of crazy Michigan stories out there too. We have, unfortunately, two or three right here in our community. So, um, they're sad and tragic and creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was on TV a couple of years ago. Yeah, did an episode on it, like Hulu or something like that. It yeah. was, yeah, something, yeah, wild. It's weird when you see people that you pass in the grocery store. Who are they talking about a murder? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, you got anything else for me, Matt? You got any questions for me or Brad? Um, maybe ask your uncle Brad when he's going to start dating another girl like that one. Mm-hmm. No. Hopefully soon. We'll see. Yes, hopefully soon. Whoa, man, she gave you a look there. <laughs> He's it's not for the lack of trying. No. Yeah. And I think you know, for what it's worth, you've done everything right, in my opinion. Like, it's good to take some space. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't want to. I needed some time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's. Yeah. And, and I always, you know, we always said, you don't know when you're ready. Yeah. yeah. You know. I mean, you know. So. Any questions for me? Um, none that come to mind. How about, what do you think of our new setup here? Lots of cords. Pretty, yeah, <laughs> lots of cords. Pretty fancy, though, since the last time we were on, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we are 100% legitimate now. It's kind of wild. Mm-hmm. So. You're going to sound good. Hmm? I said you're going to sound good. Okay. Do you have any favorite teachers in Alcona? Yeah, or, my science teacher. Who's your science teacher? Um, Miss T. Miss T. Well, we call her that. Her, um, her real name's like, well, Miss Thompson. Okay. Yeah. I like the little shout out. Maybe she'd <laughs> listen to the pod. You never know, yeah. and then you'll get extra credit or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Allison was just in Alcona Saturday for a exercise class. Because um, she helps out with the Miss Sunrise side, so would be um, Mrs. Yoakum, kindergarten teacher, I believe. Allie, she was Kramer, and now she's mm-hmm. Yoakum. Mm-hmm. So um, we're friends with that family. So mm-hmm. yeah, and she was out there with Miss Sunrise side doing a drumming class, which was pretty intense and minor standing. Well, I'm sure. 
It's a lot of arm movement. Yeah, it's wild. So, but they did in a community center. Does that sound right? Um, I think she. I thought she was pregnant. She was. She had the baby. Well, wait. I think she's having another kid, though. Oh, maybe you never know. Yeah, because and drop the news. On yeah, look at that. I mean, she might. <laughs> I mean, I. I mean, I. I don't talk to him that much. I talk, the one I talk to the Kramers the most is the dad. Paul and I are good friends. He's my Chevy rep. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that's how I met him, and then kind of got to know the family through just work stuff. So when Chevrolet announces a new vehicle like we have, we have a new three quarter ton, and the track's coming. He comes through and tells me all about it. So. And then he drives away again and does it again and blah, blah, blah. So, all right. Anything else before we go to the top five? Um, not really. I'm excited for this top five. Mostly because your uncle is a book worm. Yeah, I'm getting back into it. Yeah, you like books. Yeah. So I'll be interested to see what he has. So, <coughs> all right. We'll take a break and come back with our top five. All right. All right, now on to our top five. It is our top five books. I'm probably going to do top five books I've recently read on there. Maybe throw in some old ones. Well, there's one book that we're both going to fight for. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we will start with Madison and then go ahead. Wait, this is, okay, so... <laughs> You first, Steve, okay. me, me, Steve, you. Okay, so, um, hold up. Okay, so my top five, one of my top fives is um, How to Trap a Tiger. Um, I read it in sixth grade, and it was a really good book. What's it about? Basically, it's about this girl, and basically her grandma is, like, kind of sick, and basically, um, there's this magic tiger, I guess, that she sees that is supposed to help her grandma or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Kind of sounds sad a little bit. Mm-hmm. It is kind of sad. But it is probably sounds good, though. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's right. kind of funny, too. I'm not going to take the book that you and I both want. I'm going to leave it for you. And if you want to leave it back for me on the one you come back around, I'll it's take all it up. Yours. No, I'm going to take one of my probably my favorite book. And it's Start With Why by Simon Sinek. It really is my favorite book. It's highlighted it. I've read it multiple, multiple times. I bought the workbook, the companion book, I've done all the work with it. And when all else fails, I go back to it. Like when I get down or when I kind of what I feel like lose my way. Um, so it's a, I don't want to say it's a business book. Business slash self help. It teeters back and forth between the two. Yeah, so it could be used as both. Yeah. So those people that don't know anything about it, just long story short, it just figures out like people want to react with people when they know like what they're doing or like what they're trying to accomplish with their life. So like when you come from that place of, for lack of a better term, authenticity. People tend to relate to you better. So, um, and then when I found that book right when I started my graduation program back when I was going back to grad school, and it really mirrored with a lot what I was learning at the time. So, yeah. that's my number one. And I feel good about it. All right. Are you going to do it? Okay. You can't leave. You might not pick it the first time, but there's no way you can leave it the second time around. I'm going to take it right now. Yeah, it's buddy. The Fab Five. Let's go. Everybody, the Fab Five is our favorite basketball yeah. team. I mean, it really is both of our. I mean, it should do just What I'll do is, if I do an infographic, I'm going to put it number one for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> and my number two is going to be The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse. That was a really good book. I I fell in love with that book, and it just, I mean, it's, I found it inspirational. And it yeah. Sort of helped me through. And cake. Time. Yeah. 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 Gotta love cake. <laughs> um, did you watch the movie yet? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 In fact, you know what was interesting is I knew I had that. You gave me that book to me, and then I didn't read it right away. And then I saw something with the Oscars. I was like, "Holy cow, that's that book Brad wanted me to read!" So I picked it up and read it right away. And then I went through right afterwards, and then then found it on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, "It's." I mean, it's a 
I found it to be a great book, and the movie was pretty good that it won an Oscar. So let me ask you something about this book, really quick. Do you, what do you think the target demographic of that book was? It's supposed to be a kids' book. Yeah, I, I felt like it was too, but it definitely resonated with. Oh yeah, both of us and all obviously other people because it won an yeah. Oscar. So I mean, yeah, I mean, it's my mom. I gave it to my mom to read, and she read it, and she gave it to her friend to read. And yeah, so it's making its rounds right now, but. So, so, yeah, if those of you who don't know, it's a really good book. It's kind of like a parable. Yeah. I don't know if that's the word I'm looking for. I mean, it's an animated book. Yeah. But it's... Madison, have you read it yet? No. No. Well, let, I'll give it to you when I get it back to read. Okay. You'll enjoy it. Yeah, it's a good book. My number two, huh? Your number two. I feel like I need to have some type of fiction book. Hmm. Okay, Da Vinci Code. That's a good one. Yeah, I feel um, it's it really was like the first book for me that I mean, there's other book, like Jurassic Park would have been that book too, right? Where it takes nonfiction elements but ties fiction to them. Yeah. So, um, but man, I, Da Vinci Code was just blew my mind. Yeah. Would make you go and look at things. Yeah, like you, you Google searched the Last Supper. Yeah, but then they came out with the book where you had it right next to it to make it easier for me. <laughs> yeah, Madison, your next book. Okay, my next book is Paranoia. It's basically about um, murder. <laughs> nice. Basically, um. The main character um, basically killed her brother, but on accident. Is this going to be you and Zachary? (laughs) But basically they're playing like a harmless game, but with like guns. Okay. (laughs) But basically somebody replaced um, her fake bullets with real bullets. She shot her brother. This sounds kind of familiar. Yeah. Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, 25 years later, um, the people that were at this game are being murdered. Wow. So it's kind of like Scream-ish where like, the people <laughs> yeah. that were there would go back. All right. I dig it. I like it. Seems like that book is a little old for you. Just yeah. putting that out there. but <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a little. But, I mean. The fact that you're probably reading it at that level, tip my hat to you there. So, which I haven't actually finished the book. It's, I just really liked it. Yeah, and yeah. stuff. Your next one. The next one um, is Thirteen Reasons Why. Um, I heard I'm that book. Reading that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm currently reading it in English class, and I have to say I'm really liking it. So. Nice drama. Book. My mom was a little worried about you reading that book. She's uh-huh. forbidden you from watching the TV show. I know. <laughs> but Maybe you can come over here and watch it. Oh. <laughs> hey, um, my mom listens to this podcast. I like it. <laughs> um, What's it about? Basically, it's about a girl named Hannah Baker, and basically, she um, killed herself and basically left tapes for the people who basically caused her. Oh yeah. man. Okay, I think I, I think Allison's watched that. There's multiple seasons Probably. of that, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I've I think watched she watched like maybe one or two, and then so. there's a lot of shows that Allison watches. <laughs> but I'm happy to report for those of you who were here last week, she's off the dance mom's kick. Thank God. That was so brutal. Oh my gosh. There's nothing more, and that show is just tough. Well, I'm sure. And they're exploiting little girls. Well, what's really tough about it so much to me is that there's so many seasons of it. Like normally, like 13 Reasons Why, there's only one season up there. Yeah. So I'm like, oh yeah, go ahead and watch it. I only have 13 episodes to get through. There's like 10 seasons of the <laughs> Dance Moms. It's tough. I will say, I've watched it enough in the back in the background that you I start figuring out what's going on. And then, like, you start relating to the characters a little bit. Yeah. And then the one lady is a doctor. 
And I was like, why are you even on the show if you're a doctor? But here you are. So I guess. <laughs> Number three for me. I feel like I can go back to a nonfiction book now since I did my. Um, Supple Leopard. Got to love stretching. So. I mean, I don't do it, but it's more of how much what that book represents to me. I mean, I've read it once and I go through it and I do reference it back, but you know, the idea of all of Kelly Starwood's book where we know sitting's bad, moving the way that your body's supposed to, you know, running shoes, you're, I mean, I'm old, my shoulder, all these different things. Um, I, I, I continually go back to it when I get hurt <laughs> and I'm old, so I'm always hurting myself. So, yeah. All right. All right, my number three. It's going to be Go Ahead in the Rain. And it is a book where this guy ties a tribe called Quest into his life. Oh, wow. I'll let you read it. Cause Sounds I good. Yeah. So it's, I liked it. It, was, it has to do with tribe. So. Right. And then number four will be A Time to Kill. Which is John Grisham's first book. I've read it multiple times. Probably should read it again. It's been a while since I. That's read the one with Samuel L. Jackson and Matthew McConaughey, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I was got, I got that mixed up with the firm. Yep. yep. So Jake Brigance. Yeah, that was a really good. Wow. Well, yeah. yeah. And Matthew McConaughey did a good job. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, that movie portrayal or whatever. So it's an underrated movie. Yeah, definitely. Samuel L. Jackson did great too. Oh, number four for me. Man, I'm going to trigger some people with my number four pick. I'm here for it. The Audacity Hope by Barack Obama. Another book I've highlighted when you go to my house. It has highlighted passages out of it. And, um, yeah. So I'm just going to say, let's say that. I'm sure he's had a lot to say. You know, I haven't read... We have Michelle Obama's book at home. I haven't read it yet. But the thing at the time with that book, those of you who have read it already know this, but those of you who instantly got turned off, but it is propaganda. And what I mean with that is he wrote that book before he was, while he was running for president. So um, the thing that makes me so happy about that book is that, man, it's just, we're not even there anymore. Yeah. You know, like the idea that we can all come together for a greater good, just feels so far away now. Well, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, and like I said, we don't talk about politics a lot no. on this, but what I can hope for as a nation, as a country, anyway, whether you guys, whether you can have a separate debate of whether you thought he believed that or not, I'm, you know, I'll give it the space and allow that, but to me, that resonated. It still does with me. I mean, and that's why, you know, but man. Yeah. To have that now, and just kind of as I'm thinking it back on it, just I'm shaking my head here. So we're going to move on, and uh, <laughs> as I'm picking number four. Um, so my next pick is Paper Towns. Um, is written by an author named John Green, which I've read multiple of his books before. Um, basically, it's about this girl who um, basically runs away because she hates where she lives and stuff. And then um, one of her, like, childhood friends goes and hunts her down, basically. Like, does she bring her back home? Um, Or does she hunt her down, like, try to not make her live anymore? (laughs) Like an assassin. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Basically, um, basically, um, her friend is basically trying to convince her to come back home. Okay, all right. But she's not ready to. A happy ending. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. I just really like hunt her down, like trying to hunt her down. <laughs> um, because at the beginning of the book, they basically are riding bikes through a park and um, they see a dead body. Oh, well, yeah, that or can murder. be very traumatic. So. Well, yeah. And then you have number five, right? Yep. Here, uh-huh. Your fifth book. Um, The Fault in Our Stars. Oh, that's a good book. I love this book. Um, I've read it multiple times. It's also by John Green. Um, it's about, um, basically this girl who has cancer and she goes to this like 
group with other people who have cancer. And she meets um, a boy and basically, uh, oh, I'm trying to remember. Um, they become friends and um, keep on like kind of an adventure to Amsterdam to go meet like an author and it turns out he's kind of a not a very nice person a yes he's not very nice yeah and it's kind of it's a sad book so sad it is but it's not i mean there is some hope in that too i mean it, it's, a, it's a it's a good book you know, mm-hmm. it's a i haven't read it but yeah well, i i Kind of leafed through the book because it was more of the movie. Yeah. You know, that type of thing. So, number five, um, those of you who listen to the pod, all 112 episodes that we've had, have probably known by now that there's not many things that Brad and I aren't on the same page about. But every once in a while, there is something that we come across that we're not necessarily on. And this is one of them. So, my number fifth entry is Harry Potter's Goblet of Fire. Um, it's my favorite Harry Potter book of the series. And it's probably when it turned more, I mean, they're always dark, but it turned the darkest of of all when it started. And I know Brad does not give two craps about Harry Potter at all. So um, anytime you say we're just like Quidditch and Golden Snitch, he just doesn't even know what you're talking about. So it's more J.K. Rowling. Yeah. Well, and now, of course, (laughs) looking back on it, you're just, you know, but that being said, it's not going to change how much Harry Potter I've lived oh, in my life. There's so. nothing wrong with it. I, mean, I can't help what she's in the ass at. People like what they like. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And you liked it before she was an ass hat. Yeah. And, I mean, she was probably still an ass hat while she was writing it, but it I wasn't would, known back then. And I would challenge anyone who listens to this, if you're a Harry Potter fan, I would love to know, email Brad, your favorite Harry Potter book. Not the movie. Don't cheat. I want the book. So, number four is my favorite book. So, and maybe Brad will get an email and we'll go from there. So, All right. and then maybe if we got enough emails, you would read Harry Potter? Probably not. Okay. Well, it was worth a shot. So, I try to force him to do it. No. Yeah. Yes. Madison, what's your favorite Harry Potter book? Um, I've actually not read the books. Okay. Do you have a fa- favorite Harry Potter movie? Mm-hmm. Oh. I have Blood Prince. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. What, what do you like about that movie? Why is that one your favorite? It's, I just like the like dark eeriness to it. it that is, do you like that Dumbledore died? Is that what? It, <laughs> no. Does that really upset me? Yeah. No. I think Madison's a closet emo. She's all dark. I, I am not I mean, emo. From her, from her book list, one would think. But again, I get the world that she's grown up in is not exactly been rainbows <laughs> and sunshine. Yeah. I mean, I'll give it to you. Any kid right now and parent, it's been tough. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's there's no lie there. So, um, but you're resilient, Madison, and strong. Mm-hmm. We're proud of you. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, and on that, we'll segue to Brad's fifth book. My number five is Tuesdays with Maury. It's Mitch Album's first book. It's a banger. It's an excellent book that I probably need to reread again. Another sad one though. Yeah. Well. I mean, it's uplifting. I mean, it's, those type of books are weird, right? They're sad, but they're yeah, uplifting. Yes. They're like the fault in their stars, yes. you know. There's a silver lining. Like, yeah, it's like Marley and Me. Sort of sad, freaking book. Well, yeah. yeah. So I mean, but yeah. All right. Any honorable mentions? Well, of course. Yeah, you could just give a couple, and I'll shoot from the hip. My man, I'll make mine broad. All right. Well. One of them is the power of habit, why we do what we do, and how to change. Yep. Oh. Did you have any self-help books in your top five? I don't think you did, did you? Which is, I mean. The power of habit. Okay. Is. Yeah. yeah. But no, not yeah. really. I'm, I've read the, a couple of self-help books, but yeah. there's not. Uh, the Book of Basketball by... Bill Simmons. Great book. Yes. yes. And I guess Born a Crime by Trevor Noah. He talks about his life in South Africa. That's a crazy sentiment that right there. Yeah. Um, he went through a crazy time. Yeah. 
you know, it's interesting because I'm sure there's a lot of people that Trevor Noah could be off-putting for. But when you understand on the lens that he views American society through, yeah, it really you can't be mad at him for yeah. it. So yeah, um, Harry Potter books, the rest of them, and then Simon Sinek has a lot of books too as well. So yeah. you can throw all those in there, and that would probably round out. And then I do like a good sports autobiography book, which we really didn't touch much on, but yeah. I do enjoy it. Like. Um, Trying to like Bo Jackson's book, I remember reading. Um, there's a couple Michael Jordan books I've had, so I mean, all those are fun, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, all right, Madison, any books that you can think of off the top of your head? Um, probably White Bird. It was a really good, it's basically a book about World War II. Oh, wow, nice. All right, well, we'll just segue in like we did last week, yeah. What are you doing this weekend, Madison? Um, nothing really. Just living your best, almost teenage life. Yeah, I guess so. All right. I mean, I have a truck meet tomorrow. Nice. Where is it at? Nice. What is it? Where is it at? Um, it's a home game. So okay, nice home meet. Those yep. are the best. Mm-hmm. Track meets are long enough without having to drive an hour home. <laughs> Brian, what are you doing this weekend? Yeah. The weather's nice. I might cut my grass. It's getting kind of long. It's that time of year where it's long in spots yeah. and dead in others. And yeah, well, we need we need some sun. We do. I Let's put some feed down before I left. Okay, so. that was smart because it was rainy. Yeah, that's no, good. I like it. Um. Well, Friday is my birthday, and then um, this weekend though, we're not, I'm since I'm going away next weekend, I'm really not trying to do anything because yeah. you know you know how you just came back from yeah. Vegas, you know what it's like yeah. when you know the next week you have to go away for five days, so party it up the weekend before you go. So. Yeah, so um, but I know Saturday I'll be at Netta's for their art and loft as the planning party, so I'll be there helping, taking photos or whatever. So. Yeah, I have nothing going on, and then this is the way I wanted it. That's good. So, but we do have a big guest coming on the pod next Monday. So, our next episode is Meg, right? Yes. Yes. The Chevy winner, Meg Schwartz. And then the week after that, we have Ben Freeland, and then the week after that, we have um, Dylan Walls. Right. So, so he's confirmed now. He is confirmed. I confirmed with him yesterday. He said that should work. So he might have to do it a little bit later. But I thought we'll make it work. That's fine. So, And then Memorial Day, which maybe we'll just do a pot of us or take the break, whatever. And then uh, hopefully we'll finish out June and then it'll probably wrap up season five. That'll mm-hmm. get us anywhere from 12 to 20 episodes, depending on how it goes out. Yeah. It's a good season. Solid time to come back. It's more than a 10 we were planning on. Yeah. And it's all right. Well, the equipment helps. Yeah. Not only, I mean, on so many different levels, emotionally it helps because when I listen to it, I don't get mad. I mean, I'm not kidding. I've literally thrown this laptop when I listened to it before. I used to get so mad. And then um, for a while there, when we sounded better, those of you who listened, for a while there, we were using three separate mics, and then, then I had to merge each line in. It would take, I'm not, I mean, 20 hours each episode, mm-hmm. guesstimating. I mean, I'd start Monday, and it would take me a week. You know, so it was just was so much, and then this is just so simple. One line in, do the other thumbs in the dead space, and we're gone. So, I mean, just so much better. Improved. So. Yes. The last thing I want to tell is, it seems like this last couple of weeks. I don't know if it's just because we've done so much with the pod, the investment, and had a lot of people talk about doing podcasts and ask me questions. And what I'd like to say on this is, do it. Yeah. Just take the leap. Just do it. And what I mean by that is, like, <clears throat> there are some things that I I think that could significantly make your life easy as a podcaster. I think one thing that Brandon and I do that make it really hard on ourselves is we try to keep it current by like this hot take thing. Yeah. 
So, like, if we didn't talk about current things that are going on in the world and we just interviewed Madison, we could bulk book guests. Yeah. We could have, like, 10 guests over a weekend and then just 10 weeks of episodes, which just yeah. a lot of pods do. It is. Yeah. yeah. So, we make it a little bit harder on ourselves in that aspect. So, and I think there's value of having, like, one in the chamber. Like one pod, you know, prep, you know, queuing it. But that being said, if you're kind of like doing what we're doing, where it's, I think there's an advantage to keeping it current too. Because, yeah. like, this thing with Meg, or because it's the flexibility to talk about sometimes some of the guests we have in our, on our pod have things going on. Yeah. You know, and it's getting the word out. Yeah. And it's helping. So, I mean, it's a double edged sword. It is. Yeah. Um, I like what we do. So, I wouldn't change it. Let's yeah. just put it that way. So, um, I think there's things we can improve on, but I don't know how we go about that yeah. yet. You know, like, um, it would be nice to maybe everybody's busy, including you and me. And I think sometimes it's tough scheduling guests, which we've experienced. Yeah. You could go to college, get an intern either from <laughs> well, their I've, I've podcasting class. I've really talked about that. You know, yeah. bringing someone, I've told Allison that and she kind of looked at me weird, but, um, in my life overall, like, and I guess if you want to, you know, depending on what I'm listening to this, if you have a kid that's either in college or high school that would like to learn how to pod YouTube and everything, I mean, I don't know how much I could pay him. Some of the interns aren't paid a lot, but if it would work the way I think it would in my head, this, this kid that would come along or jump on or help, I would pay them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how much it would yeah. be. I mean, the most I'm guessing is a hundred dollars a week. That's the most I could do. But if that person's able to help me generate content that it can help me sell cars, and I sell four or five more cars in a month, then yeah, I can probably do the hundred dollars a week. So, um, well, I can help you with that. Yeah, I mean, my problem is is that I mean I'm busy, and I mean I'm not bragging. I just there's obligations I have at the dealership. I love doing it the pod. I absolutely love doing the pod with you, and so. But we're not making any money doing no. this. That's the reality. So, like, I mean, most of the podcast people listen to, they have somebody doing all the editing and yeah. all that for them. So, yeah. and maybe we should be actively chasing down sponsors and having better guests. And I, I mean, now with the way we're set up, we definitely got better guests on. Oh yeah, hundred percent. You know, and um, you know, we're able to do a lot of different things now. Yeah. There was talk of us having that coach ball game on yeah, yesterday. I mean, yeah. Doing a pod, but yeah. He just was tired. Yeah. They had to leave at three o'clock in the morning today. Oh, yeah. And, you know, by the time they got it done and did dinner and everything. I, how do I say this? When I texted you, they asked me. Yeah. Him coming out on the pod wasn't my idea. The last thing I want to do was, hey, <laughs> You just spent all day recording video. Do you want to come do a pod now? You know what I mean? Like, that's not what I was thinking. But at the same time, if I wanted to coach ball game to feel welcome enough, and I wanted him to come back, you know, and I wanted him to have a positive experience in our community. So, yeah. you know, if if him jumping out on the pod at 8 p.m. last night made him happy, we were going to try to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then if. You know, I, when Scott texted me at like 9.30 last night, hey, it's not going to happen. Oh, duh. <laughs> I, I was like, okay. I, I mean, think I was on my way to bed. Yeah, so. I mean, like, <laughs> I didn't have the heart to tell Scott if he would, hey, hey we're going to do the pod now. I'm like, well, Brad's in bed. <laughs> he goes to bed at like 9.30, 10 o'clock. But anyway, I mean, you could get it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, wow. I've had a week. I've had a month. I've had a year, not in a bad way, in a very positive way. Um, and I guess maybe if we end up doing the Memorial Day pod, we could talk a little bit maybe more about you and me and us, you know. Um, but other than that, Madison, hmm. anything you want to talk about before you go? No, not really. All right, all right. Will you come back on? I'd love to. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's the response we want. Yeah. Um, hmm. So I have an, a proposal for you. I thought about you in particular. I don't want to upset your brother, but I don't care. So um, how's that? Yeah, um, get Zach out. Yeah, sure. so 
what I was thinking is I know Madison. We have we should probably should have talked about this during the, when we were interviewing you, but I forgot. Um, Madison has been the designer of Brad's costume run shirt. Yes, she's made the logo each year. Yeah, what I would like challenge you to do this year with your fashion design this mm-hmm. is, and what I thought Brad's not going to like this because it costs money mo- more money. But what I thought would be really cool, we should make a glow in the dark T-shirt this year. Look into that. I think it would be a really cool touch. I think kids would like it. Is there some place in town that can do that? I think they can. It's just more money is what yeah. it costs. So think when you think of your design, mm-hmm. think of it glowing. Okay. Do you like that, Brad? Yeah. I also thought about doing stickers this year. Yeah. But stickers are cheap. I found oh, that yeah. sticker place. But, uh, there's sticker mule there. Yeah. So... Yeah, and then Brian and I have started the conversation. We already talked about it on the pod, have we? Uh, oh. Who are you going to donate to? Not yet. I haven't. We told. can do that now really quick. We have time. It's, it's been a relatively short episode. So, yeah. we, at least, and then we can talk about I need to talk to them and get them screened and yeah. have them on. So, yeah. it's we're doing it for friends together this year. Yeah. So, I mean, the three of us on the committee, me, Stephen, Ryan, Steema, we've all had some cancer affect us in some way. Yes. You know, so we thought it'd be a good organization to do it for. And I emailed your wife asking if they would want to do it, and she immediately said yes. So. Um, <clears throat> yeah. While I love that you historically have done something that really is like a direct kids organization, and Friends together still helps kids out. Yeah. So we're still helping kids and we're still staying true to what you want to do, which is, is awesome. I think it's going to be good, you yeah. know, and um, I'm a little stressed out already <laughs> just because I have a wedding that day. That's, that's fine. And then we'll be all right. You do what you I don't know, but I, I was just, we're not going to put it on the pot. <laughs> I just, know how that day is for you and not everyone sometimes is there yeah <laughs> but That's i cool. know in the morning it'll be fine we're always yeah. done by the I, the wedding is you start till 11 by then we're mm-hmm. pulling yeah, signs since and, we've made the adjustment on start times yeah it's it's, it's over by then we'll yeah. be fine yeah. so all right well that's it all right next week's gonna be a big good episode yes can't wait we need to find out what Meg's top five will be Yes. I wonder what our top five will be. I don't know. Oh, if you guys want to email in any questions for Meg that you have for her, we'll ask her that. Maybe what she's going to do with the money. Yeah. <laughs> or anything fun like that. So if you have any questions for Meg or guys next week, feel free to put them on in. Um, other than that, you've met Meg, right? Um. The trash lady. She works with Demi Galisi. She would have run your program the other night, the other day, on Thursday. Oh, her? Meg Schwartz. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I was think, I was wondering if that was who that you was were talking her. Yes. About. Yeah. <clears throat> what do you think of her? She's really nice. She's very nice. I like it. Yeah. I kind of hope we were like, man, I don't like her. Stamp of approval. I don't like her, man. That would have been amazing. (laughs) She's too into trash. Yeah, like, I don't want to touch that. So, all right. Well, Madison, thank you very much. I will let your uncle take you back to home. Yes. You drive safe. I will. Her mom's going to meet me at. (laughs) We'll see. Her mother's going to meet me at. Chippewa points. So you should have to go halfway. Probably take Madison out to scoops before you leave. I was thinking about it. There you go. I like that. Well, we are definitely done to time where I watch Game Seven now. All right. Which makes me super happy. Yeah. Who do you got? Golden State or the Kings? This could be a close, man. <sighs> I'm gonna go with Sacramento. I mm-hmm. think you're right. Well, Golden State struggles on the road. So. Yeah. Yes. They struggle on the road and. Man, De'Aaron Fox. Wow. Wow. He's he's improved. They got rid, rid of Tal- Halliburton. Yeah. I don't know why Sacramento drafted him in the first place. But. Yeah, I mean, like, and on paper, 
Halliburton should have helped him because he doesn't demand the ball. Yeah. But man, wow. I just I'm really impressed by the Sacramento Kings. They seem a fun team to watch. Yeah. I don't like how they're bully balling in Golden State, but that's how you beat them. So oh, like yeah. um and what I mean by that is it's like now you've taken the game and kind of put it under the official, like how they're gonna call it. So yeah. um and I'm okay if you're gonna let them play bully ball, but let Draymond play then. Don't do this double standard shit where you're like, okay, we're going to let you guys push around and then we're going to call technicals on Draymond all the time. Like, because Draymond and the guy excited. Like, I, we're going to play volleyball? Cool. Let's go. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Ring the bell. And then he gets thrown out. So, I mean. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah. And I'm not a big Draymond Green fan either. So, like. I like him. Yeah. But, but I'm going to call a spade a spade, too. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. like, yeah. So, hopefully, it'll be interesting to see what they do tonight, you know. I kind of want to see Matthew Odala come off the bench and just like <laughs> water body tackle Steph Curry five, six times and then he just might. <laughs> we'll see. Like with his bad knee and shoulder and ankle and everything he's got. But I'm too old for this shit. Man. I got six fouls in me though, boy. <laughs> so, all right. Well, Madison, thank you again. Yes, thank you. Brad, I will see you next Monday back at our regular schedule right. time. We'll see ya. All right. See ya. Hi. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky, come get high with me, that's a deal, right? Ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky, come get high with me, that's a deal, right? That's a deal, right? That's a bet, right?